Hey guys, it's Rob and Sean, like usual. Yeah. Um, this, we're going through a little bit of a, like you're going back in time, basically. Time travel. This was an older episode of this show when it was called Something Different. That, that's pretty much all you need to know, I guess. Easy enough. Um, it was reviewed in a past life. Deal with it. You want to listen to those? Go back and listen to them. I don't know. I don't know. Do whatever you want. It's up to you. Yeah, but now we're, Uploading these in the order that they aired? Yeah. Incorrect air date. Yes, yes, which is chronologically correct, so that's why you have this one. That's all you need to know. Just just listen to it. You don't care. Bye. Thanks, guys. See ya. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Gersberms, your weekly Goosebumps Review podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I am Sean. And I'm coming live via quarantine. Yeah, Rob's quarantined. He was he was abducted by a mosquito, and he's being quarantined now. Yeah, it's pretty rough, man. I, I got, like, a lot of congestion going on. I've been um, the, catching up on a lot of TV. Yeah, the, so I, I've the, actually been watching, like, Walking Dead. Yeah. I don't care about spoilers. If, if you are fucking pissed, go fuck yourself. But there's some kind of, like, sickness in the first two episodes. I think I have that. Yeah. <laughs> the the mosquito basically just gave Rob the flu. Yeah, it, it sucks. I have, I have like, mosquito aids or something. I might have West Nile. I'm not sure. I think you have that, might have that super aids that's been going around. Yeah, I, I've heard about strings of that happening. Yeah. To be honest, though, I mean... I might have swine flu. I'm not sure. Maybe. That just went away out of I think nowhere. You might, I think you might have SARS. Yeah. It's it's weird, though, because swine flu was, like, pretty prevalent there for, like, a month. And then it was, like, everyone was super scared about it, and then it just went away. Yeah, then it killed off, like, the 30 old people that it was going to kill off regardless, and then no one mm. gave a shit. Yeah, I know. I wonder if it's still happening at all. That's how it is with every flu. It just it kills off who it's going to kill off with all the people who are about to die anyway. Yeah, and it just kills off the weak. Yeah, then it's done. And then the strong people like me, they live. Yeah, even be- though I'm, I have such a bad immune system. I'm like fucking eight years old. I get sick so easily. Big tough guys live. Yeah, well, big guy, big traps, you know. Yeah. But we're taking a break. From the Halloween holiday spooktacular well, to do we're, what we're, we were, we're making up for last month. Yeah, we were supposed to do this last month, but we didn't. Yeah, but yeah. we're actually we got busy. doing an episode of the monthly Midnight Society. Yeah, which we should have done last time. We kind of fucked that up. Yeah, whatever. Making up for last but, time. Oh yeah, I think we picked a good one too. Uh, the Tale of the Super Specs. This episode, fucking spoiler alert. This episode rules. Yeah, sorry. You can always tell if we like something, though, because usually when we're talking about it in the beginning, we're actually enthusiastic and we're happy. Yeah, well, so I think we usually do a spoiler every time we introduce an episode. For the most part, the episodes we're doing, like, the, these are basically just hand-picked episodes that we remember being cool. Oh, yeah. We're not going in any kind of order with the Monthly Midnight Society. We're just taking what we want to watch based on our memories. Exactly. This episode couldn't start off any cooler, though. We see Gary... In his natural habitat in the magic shop. Gary in in the magic shop. So he's working. He's working. Like, and then like we, find out, we find out his dad owns it. Yeah. Yeah, it's and his dad's. His, I didn't know that. His dad is Sardo. 
I think that's implied. <laughs> What's super funny though is he's like, yeah, my dad's like into voodoo and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. I yeah. don't know the girl's name that he's Kristen. talking to. It, it's Kristen. Yes. Okay, I thought it was Samantha. No, I, I, I looked it up because I had to, I had to make sure, but I, it's Kristen. Okay, so he's talking to Kristen, and she's like, yeah, you know, a lot of people have been saying your stories have been lame lately. And he seems super hurt by this. Yeah, like she legitimately just like it, it hurts him to know that. <laughs> it's funny because he's just like, who who said this? Like <laughs> everybody, <laughs> so much concern. Everybody says it. You suck, Gary. Well, what's lame is like Gary always brings the spooky. Yeah, always. Gary's, the, Gary's any... the one that introduced Sardo. Yeah, I, I can't think of really any stories that he did right off the top of my head though. I think he did. Um. He didn't do Twisted Claw, did he? Mm, I don't think so. He did the one about the cab driver, I think, right? Like, wasn't that like... No, that was Frank's. He, that, that was the one where he got initiated into the Midnight Society. Maybe Gary doesn't bring the spooky, because I can't think of any fucking story he tells. Well, just think of any story with Sardo. There you go. Oh, is that the, is that the rule? Like, only he can talk about Sardo? Yeah, well, then, the, then there's the Cutter's Treasure where him and uh, him and Frank do a crossover where there's Sardo and Vink. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they told the story together. I don't know how that, like, I wish it would have cut to them telling the story around the campfire just because that sounds super awkward. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So, I don't know. I, they all kind of bring something good to the table. Yeah. I think they all have their their pretty good. They moments. all have their strong suits, like oh uh, yeah, like Eric. I think Eric's the one like the uh, the fuck he told like Jake and the Leprechaun the like super racist against Irish people story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's that one guy whose name's like Wart or something who's like later on that they don't like that Kiki fucking hates. I can't think of that dude. Stig. Stig, that's what it is. Yeah, fuck, they're all pretty cool to be honest. Yeah. So she sees Gary has these x-ray specs, and he puts them on, and of course he goes wowza because he sees her titties. Oh, yeah. That's the reaction I have every time I see a girl naked for the first time. Yeah, yowza. Gary then makes them disappear in his hands, so he's a fucking gypsy or something. Yeah, I think he might be a warlock or possibly a necromancer. It's most, uh, it's kind of implied, cause I mean, how did this happen? And then smoke just started rising up from his hand too. Or maybe he's a necromaniac. He could, she didn't think anything of this. No, like, the, it, honestly, it didn't even show her reaction, like, it, it, they just disappeared in the smoke. Like, how, yeah. how did you do that, Gary? <laughs> Are you a warlock? Well, a true magician will never give up his tricks though. Maybe he's a djinn. Next, we see, I wanna watch Wishmaster so bad right now, yeah. just cause you said that. We see a creepy POV shot, and it's just Gary sneaking up on Kiki. Yeah. He made Kiki wee-wee. Well, because well, Kiki was, like, talking mad shit on Gary. Yeah, and she was like, well, maybe if he doesn't even show up, it's not a big deal, because he's not scared It's no big deal. He fucking sucks. We should just kill him. It's like, well, you can't have the Midnight Society, because Gary's the only one old enough to get gunpowder. Yeah. And you need gunpowder to throw on the fire. I guess that's... I looked it up online, but apparently that's just sugar. What? I don't I know. Thought, I thought it, I don't know. I honestly don't know what I thought it was, cause gunpowder, it would just explode in their hands. <laughs> well, that's what but, I figured it was, cause it's like you throw it in there and the fire goes big. But that right? seems like way too violent of a reaction for just like table sugar. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's brown sugar. I don't know how that reacts to fire. Yeah, that's weird. My like whole life just got turned upside down. I, I just always figured it was gunpowder. I know. 
Wow. Yeah. Jeez, next. Wow. Sorry, I gotta like take this in for a moment. I but know. Gary talks about how magic is spooky or something, and then throws the the sugar on the the fire, and then the real story starts in a magic shop too. Same so, magic shop. Gary's dad was feeling generous and letting them use the shop for their imagination, too, apparently. Yeah. And this episode stars Weeds. His name is Weeds and Mary Beth, better known as MB. And we didn't find out her name for, like, ten minutes into the episode. Uh, I think I think you're being a little generous there. I don't think we knew that until, like, towards the end of the episode. It didn't make sense. I'm going to keep calling MB. her MB, though. Yeah. MB sounds so much cooler. His name is fucking Weeds. Yeah, it's Weeds. Kind of, it's kind of progressive, too, because his name is Weeds. They're an inter, interracial relationship, which is kind of cool for Are You Afraid of the Dark? That doesn't happen very often. No. I say very often. It happens in Night of the Midnight Madness and probably, like, every other episode. Well, in Midnight Madness, they're not... They're not, uh, technically together. Well, do they, I don't remember if they, do they get together at the end of the episode? Oh, they, they had some sexual chemistry, man. That Definitely. hug they share is very sexual. Well, yeah, I'm not saying they didn't fuck off screen, but mm-hmm. on screen. You just felt. Yeah, yeah. Sparks were flying. Definitely. So at the magic shop, he's deciding, you know what, I'm going to buy some powdered monkey bones. It's the dust of Denderon. A.K.A. powdered monkey powdered, bones. Powdered monkey boners. <laughs> and... All of a sudden, he starts saying this voodoo curse that gives you second sight. Yeah. And he throws powdered monkey bones everywhere. He throws he it lands. all over the map. They should have kicked him out right then. <laughs> he got it everywhere. He got it everywhere, but he just happened to throw the monkey bones on the x-ray specs. Well, yeah. Which is the, the only thing that would make sense to, for second sight. Like, why would you say that and throw it on, like, I don't even know. He just threw it in the air. He just threw it everywhere. I don't know what he was trying to do. He was trying to antique her with powdered monkey bones. Yeah. And next we find out, like, awkwardly that they've been dating for two weeks. Yeah. That's a long time, though, for, you know, little kids, man. You know they'd be fucking. Oh, yeah. Sardo appears, no mister, accent on the dough, and he's buying, like, random stuff. Like, he's like, oh, I need this, like, really obnoxious, like, car alarm type thing. A car alarm, a whoopee cushion, and the dust. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to buy these monkey bones, too. And then he sees the x-ray specs, puts them on. Gives MB a little scope, another wowza, and he's like, you know what, I'll get these two. I feel like this is really pushing the envelope for a Nickelodeon show. I just like, want to scope out them titties. Yeah, there's been so much of that. Then You know they'd be fucking. Oh, We've already yeah. established that. Then that's what's crazy about it. Nickelodeon's like, you know what, I'm just going to let this happen. Well, you got they, they filmed this in Canada, so I think they're, like, they're a little more lenient up, up there. Mm-hmm. Well, they got free health care there, so all the kids that get, like, AIDS and stuff, they can just treat it. Oh, well, yeah. Weeds convinces MB to put them on, and then she just sees an ominous black figure in the magic shop. And I'm not talking about Weeds' dong. No. I'm talking about, like, just a black human, like, being. Like, it's no, just it's just a black, black, like, hooded figure. It's like a, a green man, but it's black. They, well, this one's wearing, like, a like a dress with a, kind of like the, the dude in, spoiler the dude in Insidious. Darth Maul? <laughs> no, the, the other, the dude in Insidious too, who turns oh. out, who turns out to be a dude, spoiler alert. Oh yeah. <laughs> you spoiled a movie that's not even that old. Like, a lot I don't of the care. stuff. <laughs> I don't care either, but a lot of the stuff that we spoil is like stuff that's like 20 years oh, old. Fuck it, I'm gonna spoil something that's still in theaters. Well man, in, in Gravity, I, I know that she has a hard time breathing, right? Isn't that what it is? <laughs> yeah, her head explodes. <laughs> 
cut to the next day, and we're at school. And in the background, we see a kid do a complete two-flip backhand spin. Oh, dude, this school is fucking bizarre as shit. Yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, it, it keeps cutting to these people doing, like, they're just doing, like, back handspring. This isn't, like, a gymnastics class. These are just people in jeans. Yeah, this kid's just hanging out. Yeah. He's just outside doing this. Yeah. I'm jealous. I want to do backflips. Yeah. But then it pans over to Weeds, and he's reading Voodoo Made Easy. Yeah, he misses this completely because he's reading a voodoo book. He yeah. doesn't even know how awesome that flip was. I'd be watching Two the back handsprings. Two awesome. flips. That's, that's some G shit, for yeah. real. Have you ever seen anyone do a backflip in real life? Maybe Rob Van Dam. Not, oh, real life? Uh, I, yeah, I've seen Rob Van Dam in real life. Well, like, <laughs> not, not, I'm not talking but about... But just, just at, like, a, at, at school? Definitely not. I, I'm sorry, I didn't specify. I didn't say the whole fucking show. I didn't mean Mr. Monday Night. I mean, have you seen anyone just, like, normal, everyday, like, do two back handsprings? No, never. Weeds would have been able to say this, but he fucking missed it. Mm-hmm. Next, he just takes somebody's yogurt. There's just a random yogurt chilling in the grass. He takes it. He probably has ants in it, because, like, why are you not covering up your yogurt? Yeah. He sprinkles in the monkey bones and puts a curse on it. He should have put a good curse on it to turn it into Trix yogurt. Like, that's some oh, delicious fuck, shit. that'd be so good. He reaches to put it back. A hand grabs him. The force at which grabs him and pushes him towards them is like RoboCop fucking did it. Like, this is the she strongest like person on him. Earth. It's the strongest person on Earth. Yeah. Possess, possessed bitch. by a 12-year-old girl. Yeah, it's some bitch and her bitch friend, and they're giving Weeds a hard time. I don't know if you noticed this or not. They're wearing the same shirt. I noticed. They're like one giant person because they're sitting so close together. I, I assume they went to Cedar Point earlier that day. They had to have. She eats the yogurt. And nothing happens. And he's like, man, this is some bullshit. He gets up, walks away. Then her voice gets all wacky. Yeah, she sounds, she sounds like a chipmunk. <laughs> oh, sorry. <coughs> I, I can't do that. I can't. Yeah. I got uh, no, no creepy laughs this episode. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Weed's next prank is a giant fist that flies out of a locker. That's, that, like, that's, that's some, like, fucking ingenuity right there. Well, I mean, it's cool, but it's nothing voodoo-related. No. That's like, the thing. It's like you're reading the voodoo book. Like, you should have did something voodoo to that. You should have put, like, snakes on the end of it or something. Oh, that'd be so fucking cool. At first, I thought he was just checking out his dude friend's dong, because he was just staring at him with the x-ray specs on yeah, him. And he was smiling and, like, licking his lips and stuff. I, I was creeped out. He's just scoping that dangling. MB takes his glasses off, and then she puts them on again. And she sees a black nun-like figure. Yeah. Things are getting spooky. Oh, yeah. School's out. We see Weeds and MB walking out of the stoop, and there's just a group of kids doing, like, interpretive, like, yeah. dance. They're, they're doing, doing interpretive like, dance, dance, like, on the railings on the porch, or on, like, the stairs going up to the school. What the fuck goes on like, in the school? I I don't get it. And, the, like, they were just there when school got out because you heard the bell ring and they were yeah. already there. So I guess they just hang out and do interpretive dance on the fucking school porch or whatever the hell it is. Do they go to NYU or something? I, I mean, we. I don't know. Hippies, there's other kids doing this. I don't understand the school. I don't get it. I mean, it's they, cool. They go to the school from fame or something. Like, yeah. I, it doesn't make sense. Weeds thinks um, Abby's trying to prank him. Like, he knows it's April Fool and all, 
And he's like, you know what, man, this bitch thinks I'm a doofus. I'm kind of thinking the relationship's on the rocks at this point. I guess, I mean, two weeks, you're obviously going to, you know, get a, things are going to get a little rocky by then. Well, one week, everything's fine and dandy, but two weeks, that's when it really starts to push the boundaries of a relationship. Yeah. Like, at that point, after two weeks, it's either make or break. She puts the glasses on again, the same nun lady. I love this so much. Yeah. Please put the glasses on. They ain't shit. Well, basically, ain't- to, to make it look like a, it looks like an alternate dimension, they basically just put like a rainbow filter over the camera. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's that's because it. The, gla- the glasses have that. Yeah. So like when they put the glasses on without that, they don't see the person in the middle. But yeah, there's like a little rainbow like kaleidoscope type look. Yeah. MB puts them on. Bam, none again. So she sees them. He doesn't. She sees them again. She freaks out. Throws them in the garbage. What the fuck? Those were like three bucks. I'd want to keep them. Like, yeah, and, and that's his reaction too. He's like, "What the? F- I I bought those. I bought those. Yesterday. I spent money on those." Yeah. Touched at the basketball court, and at this point, man, things are just getting unbelievable for me because a white kid beats a black kid at basketball. Beats the fuck out of him. It's just bullshit. Yeah. And the white kid's wearing like Doc Martens or something too. It's like, what are you doing? You can't wear big ass boots. At and least play put them in some Jays. This is so unrealistic. He would never beat a black kid in basketball. No. And Weeds puts a curse on the ball, throws it up. It actually lands in the thing. Like, he just, like, blindfold, you know, throws it up in the air. And then there's, like, no, it couldn't have. Oh, it fucking did. Oh, it did. Like, all, literally all Weeds needs to do is wait an extra, like, ten seconds before, like, trying to do whatever he needs to do with the dust. He's just so impatient. Yeah. Like, it takes, way, it takes a second to kick in. Yeah, either way, Weeds owes this nameless white devil two sodas. Oh, yeah. Two. Two fucking sodas, because they never tell us this kid's name. No, he doesn't have a name. No, because he, he's a white devil. He doesn't need a name. Yeah. Next, we see MB talking to one of the girls in the same shirt from earlier. Not the chipmunk one, the other bitchy one. Yeah. And she's talking about how Weeds doesn't see, like, these demonic figures. And she's like, you know, I think he's playing a prank on me. He always gets me, like, stupid stuff. Like, for our one-week anniversary, he bought me a book about mummies or something. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. I'd want a book about mummies, like, no matter the occasion. Especially for a one-week anniversary. Give me that book about mummies. That's cool as shit. Yeah, mummies are awesome. She reaches in to grab the book because, oh, it's it's so lame, but I fucking carry it around. I I carry it with me everywhere. Yeah, even though I hate it, but the glass, it's not there. The glasses are. But she threw them away. I don't have any dramatic sounds. Yeah, I know. We can't use the soundboard, which sucks. You just have to imagine that we have it there. Next, she runs to the magic shop, but it's closed. Apparently, they have Arby's hours, too. Yeah. Which she got, she went immediately after school. So at the latest, what is it, like 3.15? It has to be, yeah. (laughs) She put the glasses in the mail slots, so I mean, Problem solved, right? Yeah, she took them back to where they came from. Or is it? Then she just walks home and eats a cookie. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's it. She goes home. I think she eats like three cookies at the same time. She just just stuffs her face filled with cookies. Yeah, I mean, they look like oatmeal chocolate chip. Like, they look pretty good. No, they look pretty good. I'm not going to argue with you but i think i would only eat one at a time though yeah that's cool it's like this leopard or something it's pretty sweet the glasses though are in her backpack oh yeah yeah yeah, it's out like nine cookies Mm -hmm. those glasses are everywhere dude 
Yeah. She puts the sexy specs on again, and then she sees a spooky teapot on the oven. Spooky teapot, just boiling. Just he is so spooky, man. It's so ominous, just boiling in a tea kettle. It's like symbolic. That's the hard thing about me being sick is like I know how much tea helps when you're sick, but I fucking hate tea. I hate I, all hot drinks. Dude, I can't stand tea. It's so I, I like broke down and had hot chocolate just because I wanted something to soothe my throat. Yeah, I'm not and sure I that's doing too much. Get, no, it's I just wanted something that was hot, like because I've been just eating a lot of like soup and stuff, so I was like yeah. I'm super thirsty, I don't want cold water, I'll just do like a hot drink or something. And I it just sucks, dude. Hot things are dumb. Yeah, gross. I need cold refreshing. Yeah. So she decides to try to put her hand through the spooky tea, and she can't touch it. Her hand just goes right through it. Yes. She walks out of the kitchen and sees a fire burning in the fireplace, and her response is, oh, man. That's her reaction. How's that any different than the teapot? Yeah, it's no different. Like, it'd be one thing if, like, her couch was on fire. That might be some, like, some reason for concern, but it's just in the fireplace. That's where fires go. I know. I feel like if there's a fire in your house, you probably want it to be in the fireplace. Yeah, that's the one that's, place where it's acceptable. Yeah. But, yeah, it's, it's just something happening that's not there, which she's already aware that's going on. Yeah. She turns a corner, and the nun lady's in her house. Well, no, points, no, first, first she walks through her hallway. This takes, I think, 46 minutes. Oh, yeah. Like, the total runtime of this I, episode is 22 minutes. Pretty sure she was in the hallway for 46 of those minutes. I literally got up, I went to the bathroom, I came back, she was still in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> like, she sees the nun lady, the nun lady points behind her, then just some figures are coming towards her. This part's awesome. Yeah. They're coming closer and closer. Well worth she, the, it, well you had to have the build up of the 30 minutes in the hallway. Yeah. Cause well, it, it, they have the same pacing as like Suspiria. Oh like, yeah. It's really slow. <laughs> the hallway was Suspiria basically. Yeah, it's like a, you know, Good giallo film. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was a strange cut back to the Midnight Society. Like, I feel like this doesn't happen very often. No, they, I think they stopped doing this after the first season. But basically, they just tell us everything we already know. Yeah. So, they, like, just, so she's seen things and, and her friends are? Yeah, yeah, that's what we've been watching for 20 minutes. I guess they had to recap the episode. Yeah, and then it's like, well, she's seen these apparitions, but are they really there? Yeah. yeah, you said that a second ago in a different way. Basically, it's just a way to transition to her going to weeds about it. And we know this because Gary says, and then she goes and finds weeds to talk about it. Yeah, of course. We she go, First place she goes, basketball court. Yeah, they're still there. They've played like 40 games of horse at this point. Yeah, well, this is a. I think this is a different basketball court. Apparently he thought, cause, well, yeah, that's what's weird is because they left. And then they went back, or? Yeah. No, no, I think huh. this is a different basketball court. I think they went from one basketball court to a different one. That doesn't make any sense. No. She puts the glasses on, and we see the coolest shit in the world. Oh, yeah. A bunch of figures just playing basketball. This looks so stupid. Just, like, just these black, they're supposed to be these, like, spooky black figures, but they're playing basketball with a black basketball. It's like and one. Like, they're posting up, hitting sick jumpers. Oh, they're yeah. stopping, dropping, and opening up shop. Like, then they just stop playing and start walking to her. This fucking rules. Yeah. 
She it's decides awesome. to run back to the magic shop to talk to Sardo. No mister, accent on the dough. And the first thing he says is, I'm all out of vomit. <laughs> <laughs> he's always out of vomit. Every that time. Must be the, that's the question he's been getting all day. I mean, I know it's April Fool's, so it's like, no, all the vomit's gone. Just fucking leave me alone. Yeah. He must have been getting that question all day. And Mary Breath proclaims to tell him that, you know, my boyfriend bought the x-ray specs. Oh, there's no refund. But they do work. And he's like, huh? He brings her inside and instantly figures out the spell from his giant spell book. It took maybe three seconds. Yeah. And then, like, he's just, he's just pulling he's just like, shit oh, out. He, he's pulling shit out of his ass. Of course, 100% of it is com- it's completely accurate. Oh, yeah. Like, he's he just blames- making shit up. That, yeah. That well, happens to be correct. He says so much shit, but basically, he's just like, oh, uh, you're seeing Dimension 2. Yeah. So she's seeing Killer Dude from Dimension 2, and he's like, oh, there's a window open, and the beings can take over. Yeah. So after that huge, long-winded thing, he's just like, well, you know, I can close it for 20 bucks, but I'm losing on the deal. Well, he wants 50 at first, but she handles yeah. him down. I'm surprised she even has $20. She's like 12. Yeah. Well, she already, well, no, she didn't spend any money, so, yeah, I don't know. Weed spent all his money on yeah. weed. Weed and, and monkey boners. <laughs> monkey boners. And Sardo looked around for his monkey boners, and he's like, oh, I sold the last of it to weeds. Cut to a weird shot from inside of a toilet, and we see Weeds digging in his pants. Mm-hmm. This was so creepy. I thought he was about to take out his BBC. I was hoping. But instead he pulls out the monkey bones, and he's going to flush it down the toilet, but it's in the bag. Yeah, he's going to no, – this is in like a giant Crown Royal fabric bag. Like, you don't – you can just dump it out, dude. Yeah, I could see if he poured it out, but he's just going to throw the whole thing in. Like, yeah. that's not going to flush, You're dude. just going to clog your toilet. You're going to clog your toilet. It's not going to flush. Right at the nick of time, though, MB grabs it as he's dropping it. Good save. Perfect timing. Literally. It doesn't Perfect say where time. he was. No. Like, she just finds him. She finds him at a random basketball court. She finds him in a random bathroom. I think like, it's what? a bathroom from Candyman, I like to think. Oh, yeah. That'd be ideal. Yeah. Next, we're at MB's house, and Sardo's doing a seance. We hear Bombinet a bunch of times, and then it just gets completely dark, and everything starts shaking. Well, that, of course, that's after he throws the monkey bone dust all over. Monkey boners, yeah. And then we see a bunch of the figures with neon lights around them, so I think they're at, like, a rave or something. They yeah. went to Necto. Yeah. And Mary Beth has the glasses on, and she's freaking out, and we just like, bitch, take those fucking glasses off. And she's like, but this is how I see the, the figures. And he's like, you don't need them, because I yeah. see them, too. We all see them. Yeah, and Sardo next talks about how he can, like, cast a, stel- uh, a spell to complete, like, what is it, a cosmic seal or something? Something like that, yeah. But he starts saying Bombinet and a bunch of other random shit, and then the rave is over. And I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, cool, like, it works. And it didn't work, though, because we see two giant eyes, and we hear the weirdest voice. <laughs> like, Yeah. It's like... I, it sounds like a weird, like, lady boy or something. Like, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. I don't know what it is, but it talks about how two new universes cannot be on the same plane, and Envy and Weeds are then, like, sucked into, like, a vortex. Yeah, it just start, it just gets super windy. <laughs> yeah. Cut to a different boy and girl walking around in Mary Beth's house. Is it racist that I couldn't tell they were different kids right away? What, that, wait, they were different kids? 
Those were different kids. I I did not notice that. <laughs> are you are you are you shitting me? Cause no, like, I, I legitimately. Kid, I like, I've seen this episode multiple times, and I I'm gonna I'm honestly about to go like rewatch it. Those are different kids because I noticed like that the because okay the different were they wearing the out. same clothes? Yeah. Or am I just super racist? No, no, they were wearing the same clothes. Okay. The only reason they looked the same, like, in every way, the only way I, I knew they were different is because, like, I never noticed it before, but I heard, like, the nun lady come out, she takes her hood off, and she's like, oh, I got them out of here, Darlene. And I was like, Darlene? And then I looked, and I was like, those are not the same fucking kids. Well, that makes sense, because then it cuts to, the, like, them and Sardo stuck in the, uh, the, which, what is that thing called? Hourglass? No. Oh, crystal ball. Crystal ball, there we go. But yeah, but, those are not the same kids. Like, yeah, because I thought I always thought that was a weird, like, weird place to cut back to them just like screaming inside a crystal ball. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I guess what's fun is like it's not even just because the black kid looks exactly like the black kid. The white girl looks exactly like the white girl too. Wow. But yeah, they're not. You you have to see it, dude. Like it like blew my mind when I noticed it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch that because that's weird. And the nun talks about how the parallel universe was closed. And then there's also a sweet boom mic that comes in the shot, too. <laughs> I, I did yeah. notice that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. And then the other bitch closed the window, Dimension 2-1. And, yeah, MB, Weeds, and Sardo are all trapped in the crystal ball. Mm-hmm. And everybody's just like, oh, Gary, that was good, man. That was scary. And he's like, you know what? Since you motherfuckers didn't believe in me, I'm going to give you guys all a pair of x-ray specs for, you know, uh, April Fool's. And one of the kids who I don't know who his name was. I think it's Eric. Eric, he is wearing like a black suit. So they put the glasses on, they see the guy, and they're like, oh shit, it's the thing from, you know, the story. Mm-hmm. Everybody runs away, except Gary, Kristen, and Eric. And then we see like the most awkward triple handshake thing. Like, what yeah. the fuck was I don't that? know what they were trying to do. That looked so awkward. Yeah, it was weird as fuck. And then that's the episode. Yeah. And it was so fucking cool. So how many spookies are you going to give it? Mm. Oh, no, we do, we do Gary's for these, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it Gary. like, I'll give it like, uh, 90 Gary's. Okay. I'm, I'm going to probably give it 100 Gary's. On a scale of 100, I'm giving it 100 Gary's. It was a good, it was a good one. Oh yeah. This one's awesome. Especially because like watching it, I learned something new about how those are not the same kids. I've seen this episode multiple times and I never noticed that. Yeah. It's a nice little homage they threw in there. Yeah. And then like once you notice they're not the same kids, you're like, oh, they don't look anything like, <laughs> <laughs> which is funny that like how stupid we are. It's like if you just put somebody, somebody even, in the same clothes, I don't even think they're the same clothes. I think they're just similar. Huh. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, okay, that's, oh, yeah, that's them. Like, they could have done that halfway through the episode and <laughs> wouldn't even have fucking noticed. Yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah. Wow. Fuck it. So how are you feeling, man, as the uh, the sickness started to, to rise up in you? Uh, not yet. I'm down with the sickness right now, man. Yeah. I'm, like, fighting back, like, a really thick cough that I can feel in my throat. Yeah, I took some precautionary cold medicine, and I've been taking taking my vitamins, saying my prayers. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man, it's bumming me out. I'm hoping I can I can get better though. Yeah, because being in a quarantine's no fun, man. Yeah, it's, it's not cool. Yeah, that's bumming me out. Like I I jerked off earlier. <laughs> 
like, I said earlier, I jerked off yesterday. And, like, even, like, what happened afterwards, dude, like, it just wasn't right. <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like, oh, man. So I'm just, my body's down for the count, man, you yeah. know? That's not good. No, I don't think I've ever actually talked about like <laughs> about that on the show. No, we've we've talked about worse. Yeah, but it's like if, if you're sick, I mean, it's just you're you're bad, man. Like anything that comes out of your body when you're sick is gross. Doesn't matter if it's like phlegm or jizz, like anything. Oh, everything. Just you're fucked up, man. It's icky. Yeah, everything's gross. But as always, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at the real Fred Durst. I'm at Shitman Brett Fart. At Gersberms Pod. Gersbermspodcast.com. YouTube.com slash Gersberms Podcast. Rate, subscribe, review on iTunes. Um, email us, Gersbermspodcast at gmail.com if you want to say hi or something. Yeah. Um, tell a friend. Do all that stuff. Go to our website and, uh, you know, sign up for Hulu or buy some stuff off Amazon with our referral link. Just do whatever, man. Support the show. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, do whatever. Yeah. So I think it's that time when we got to say goodbye, man. I'm afraid so. We bid you all a good day. What are these? Super specs. They give you x-ray vision. Whoa, yowza. Hey, hey, what are these? Ah, you have a sharp eye. I've sold hundreds and thousands of those. What do they do? Some say they give you x-ray vision. Yes. See you later. I love you, sir.